All right. Today's guest, we got Brian Schaefer. Brian, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? Doing, doing pretty good, man. Doing pretty good. Uh, so, Brian, you are currently a artist. Uh, I like uh, I like your new hit single, man. Uh, but tell us a little bit more about yourself before we get going. Yeah, thanks, dude. Um, so, yeah, my name is Brian Schaefer. Um, I'm initially from Livonia, Michigan, and I moved down to Nashville area about a year and a half, two years ago, uh, just to you know take take things a little more seriously with the music and, and pursue it full time. And uh, yeah, it's pretty much what I do. I spend a lot of my time writing songs and recording songs and hoping people listen to them. Hell yeah, I spend a lot of time drinking beer too, don't you? <laughs> I sure do. I'm actually, you know, the most sober thoughts podcast. You got to have a beer. So <laughs> I got one in my hand right now, man. You should do the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like kind of early for a Sunday, but but uh, uh, I'm drinking an Andy. Five o'clock right somewhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> So, uh, so Brian, uh, what is your preferred method of beer, man? Preferred method of beer. Okay, so, uh, you know, I think you can't go wrong with a little Corona Lime action. <laughs> the Corona. Yeah. <laughs> um, even, if I'm, even if I was back up in Michigan and it's like 10 degrees outside and it's wintertime and I'm nowhere near a beach, I think the Corona Lime is, is a hard one to turn down. In a bottle, right? Yeah, in a bottle for sure. Got to go in a bottle. Okay. You know, lately Modelo has been my choice, and I know that is, uh, you know, I am tried and true a Bud Light person or Michelob Ultra, but like Modelo just has been hitting different lately. Yeah, dude, I I love that Mexican beer. Yes, Uh, Cam. Do you remember Pacifico? Yes, I was about to say. I was about to say Pacifico is the shit. With me and Cam went to Mazalan, Mexico. Mazalan, um, yeah, yeah, and uh, we were we went to this bar. I think what, what was it? Was it called What's Happening, Cam? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I they that they had uh, liters of beer, right? So like a liter for twenty pesos, which if you convert that is one American dollar. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Do you, what what was the what were the trucks called, Cam? Do you remember? Um, they drove us uh, the, around. Just the the red trucks. I don't remember the uh, the actual Spanish name, but I, all I remember is after leaving that bar, the ride back to the resort <laughs> from that bar was blurry. All I saw was the lights, and I was like, <laughs> "We're either gonna get kidnapped or killed." So <laughs> they just had trucks to carry the drunk people back. Yeah. So like in Mexico, the way it works is like you. There's like not there's taxis but there's also these things i don't know what they're called i think it i'd I'd have to look it up but basically you like you go to like the taxi like taxi podium or whatever and you're like hey i need to get a taxi and uh then this little like it was it's like a ford ranger rolls up right yeah so they've got like it's like barred up in the back and there's two bench seats right so you just you just climb you just climb in the back and then you tell the dude where you're going and he just takes off but some of them some of them are like decked out in the back too some of them are like like, like, hit my ride mexico like yes no Kind like, of like, someone, like the party buses down here. And yeah, 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 yeah. Very lower class, like sure. like sure. trailer park versions of that. <laughs> because when I first saw one, I was like, this would be in a trailer park. Like, because the first one we rode on was like, it was like a, it was probably like a 99 Ford Ranger, right? Yeah. But it had like four 12-inch subs in the, in the bed of the truck. And like, it was bumping music. 
<laughs> like we're trying we're, and like we're rolling through Mexico and it's like abandoned house mansion, abandoned house <laughs> mansion. Oh, <laughs> and then you're going down like dirt roads. This like it was just it was a time. It was it was <laughs> it's amazing. But I've never uh, I've never been south of the border. I've actually never left the country except I think I went to Canada as a kid, but you know, you hardly count that. Yeah, dude, you got to find a way to make yourself down to Mexico, especially Mazalan. The Mazalan area was fantastic because it's the only uh, it's like the only general area that they have running water. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's actually on the California side. Yeah. So that's kind of it, and it's not that touristy. Like, it's not Cabo. It's not Cancun where, you know, like yeah. like we saw, um, you know, F-150 with the 50 caliber machine guns strapped to it rolling oh, down the road yeah and, uh, you know the people wearing policia vests you know what i mean so holy shit <laughs> it's yeah. it's like it's where the uh it's where all the rich cartel members live because wow. like they it's like the nice part of mexico and they want all the americans to come down and spend money at all the resorts they build so like you're totally safe as an american down there but like oh, right, <laughs> like you don't you don't feel safe, I guess you should say. Well, you're safe yeah. as long as you're in the the golden zone. Remember that, Cam? Yeah, yeah. I gotta stay in the golden zone. We oh went to God. the silver zone once. Uh, what's the golden zone? It's like it's like zone. so. It's the only like it's like a known like I guess like area. I guess so. Like if you're in Nashville, it would probably be like Green Hills, Broadway. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Or Broadway, yeah. right? It's like yeah. it's okay to go out at night. Like you're not gonna yeah, run into sure. any trouble. But like when you get outside of the Golden Zone, like if the sun down, you're down. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Brian, you're from Detroit, right? From uh, a suburb outside. Um, okay. Um, what's some of your favorite sports teams? Hard, but, um. So. Well, my family's my, my my mom's side of the family is actually from Pittsburgh, so I'm a big Pens fan. I know that's, that's a tough one. That's that's a tough one, man. <laughs> and, uh, I'm a Steelers fan. The Steelers are actually coming to Nashville this year, so uh, I'm hopefully to- there's an NFL season. <laughs> I know, yeah, that's a that's a very good point. But last year, man, uh, me and my roommate and his buddy from work, we all got this like three hundred dollars season ticket package for ten games, you know, including preseason and. We pretty much, you know, bought low, and and uh, the team ended up, you know, making a solid run. So, so we got our money's worth for sure. But dang, but we that's a hell of a deal, dude. They're running the same price next year, so I might have to cop and yeah, just drive on down every. (laughs) (laughs) I know, but it kind of works out because Pittsburgh's coming this year, and I would go to that game regardless. Mm -hmm. Detroit's coming this year too. So, my dad is actually a big. Steelers fan himself and so anytime that the Steelers go into town him and all of his high school buddies that are all Steeler fans as well they all go to Nashville and see the Titans play where did he grow up did he grow up he grew up in a small town called Charleston Illinois well Charleston in Illinois so like nowhere nowhere you'd probably know honestly (laughs) but Steelers kind of have that fan base, like, especially for our parents' generation, because in the 70s, they were like, you know, the Patriots. Yeah. So they do have a lot of a lot of fans where you could go anywhere in the country and you can find some Steelers fans. Yeah, exactly. And the Steelers travel probably the best in the league, too, to yeah. away games. If, yeah. And, oh, sorry. they definitely do. Um, but, yeah, no, they definitely travel. Dude, actually, we were at... Uh, 
the Bills-Titans game this year. And that Bills Mafia, they sure get around. I mean, there's more Bills fans than Titans fans. I want to go to a Bills game just to tailgate because oh yeah right i i like you you see all the videos of the dude like you know the 60 year old man jumping from the top of the truck to (laughs) to break the table and stuff like that like to me that that's like that's a college tailgate but they just they got more more money to blow on it i once saw a video on twitter where they threw like they didn't throw the baby but like Oh. essentially like they made it look like the baby broke the table like on, from on top of an rv it was the funniest thing i think i've ever seen that's only 100 percent. good lord <laughs> yeah man um definitely a big pittsburgh fan but you know if they're not playing pittsburgh i i, I pull for the detroit teams especially in basketball because there's no pittsburgh basketball team so i'm a big Pittsburgh fan for sure so brian if you could have any superpower which one would you have Oh yeah! Shh. Oh man, I can't remember how I answered this last time. Um, <laughs> uh, I know it was good. I remember that it was very good, I but I, said, I honestly I forgot to. Travel. I think I said time travel. Yeah, time travel. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. That that that'd be an easy one. I mean, invisibility is an easy choice, but I feel like a lot of people say that one. Um, you know, I'm slowly. I'm slowly changing my mind towards flying. Uh, Michael's been working on it for a few months now, but I'm still holding on to my invisibility superpower, I think. But time travel, I I love shows that deal with time travel and stuff like that, so I that would probably be my close second. Have you all seen Back to the Future? Uh, yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, They're on Netflix now if you haven't, so. That's true. Yeah, dude, I haven't watched them in years. I feel like they're getting a little bit dated where, like, if, if you haven't seen them yet, then it might be a tough first watch. Oh, those are yeah. I watched the first one the other night, and, like, it was it was rough. Uh, I'll be honest. Like, watching it, I was like, God, this is so bad. Like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, the special effects are just awful. Yeah. Uh, and I almost wish that they would remake old movies that are classics like that. But then at the same time, I feel like that makes them not a classic anymore. Yeah, yeah. but then you go into you might ruin it. Like, like that's something that like, you know, Space Jam is being like a Space Jam 2 is coming out. And like, oh, yeah. is it going to affect, you know, if say it, like, I don't think it's going to be bad. You know, anything I feel like LeBron puts his name on is not going to be bad. But like, how much is it going to affect the original Space Jam? Right. You know, like they they made the, you know, the Joker movies, you know, like I don't it's hard when you get into remaking movies like that, like they couldn't remake the Sandlot. No, no. never could. If they remade the Sandlot, it would be trash. I've Dude. played on the Sandlot field. Do you know Have that, you? Michael? Yeah. It was uh it was pretty fun. It's not yeah. not the uh not the sandlot that like everyone thinks the sandlot is like the actual like field with just sand. That's not the actual sandlot. The sandlot is when they went and played all of those like snooty twelve year olds on their field. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the actual sandlot. And so like that's it's actually a complex. It's pretty cool. Uh but yeah, no. It was it was pretty cool. When they were like, You hit like a girl or whatever. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, Brian, you've got a new song out called Who's Counting? Um, 
how's it doing so far? Pretty good? Is it kind of, you know, blowing up like you expected it to? Um, I mean, I wouldn't say it's blowing up, but uh, it's gotten a good response from those that have heard it, and uh, which is reassuring because it's definitely kind of uh, something different than what I've put out in the past. And, uh, yeah, it seems like people are, are rocking with it so far. I just got to get it behind some more ears, you know? Yeah, definitely. I, I got to say, man. Go ahead, Michael. I, I listened. So before I listened to Who's Counting, I listened to some of your first, like the first couple things that you oh, sure. dropped. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And then I listened to Who's Counting. I was like, I like this. Like, no offense, but I like that one way better than your first stuff. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's just my, like, my taste or anything like that. But, like, yeah. like Who's Counting now is on my Spotify, like, daily list. Like, you know, like when it, that's on my, awesome, man. It, it it pops up on my daily now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I mentioned this to you guys uh, the last time we spoke, but, like, a lot of that credit goes to uh, my producer, Zachary Mayno. He's just uh, unbelievably talented. He, he went to uh, went to Belmont, so, you know, enough said there. Yeah. But uh, Some really talented people so, that go there. Yeah, man, and the city's full of really talented people, but I just I met him through a friend, and... Uh, he just he made the recording process so easy and, and he, he did such a killer job on the production. Like it sounds so so pristine and so professional, you know. Well, I have to say, man, I really enjoy this song. Just like Michael was saying, it's on my uh daily playlist for Spotify oh, yeah. as well. And I know my mom really uh is liking it as well. I hear her playing awesome. it yeah. pretty frequently. So <laughs> yeah, hopefully we'll be able to have five or six drinks here once this, you know once this Dude, i really hope so man as soon as like i said I'm, i got a few weddings i'll be down so we'll definitely uh this summer june oh, and july true. i'll be down so no matter what but i'd like to make i don't know four or five more trips down to nash i, I hope michael's wanting to go back as well but uh, I'll, I'll be i'll be all over uh, i just got word that i'll basically be um the whole summer i'll be home for a week and then traveling on the road for a week so we're gonna see, <laughs> see where we go basically they told me they um he's like you're gonna spend you know a week at your apartment then i'm gonna put you in a hotel halfway across the state and i'm like <laughs> fuck <laughs> so we'll see i gotta i just gotta see how it lines up and everything like that but i'll definitely be back I mean, I got to be back in August anyways for graduation, so. Dude, Cam, yeah. um, I wanted to talk more about this. So uh, you obviously now live in Midland, Michigan. Yeah. And I came from Michigan. I live in Tennessee. So what are some of your favorite things about Michigan that Tennessee doesn't have? And what do you miss um, about Tennessee that Michigan doesn't have? You know, uh, I forget exactly what I said last time, uh, and I actually thought that out a lot. But uh, just off the top of my head, man, uh, I miss the the weather and kind of the. Let me. How do I word this? Like the, like the people, I guess, down south. Just because, yeah. like, they're so like. It's the typical like stereotype of the southern people. You know what I mean. <laughs> And I, I miss the accents too, but I have to say Michigan has very nice people and they're very straightforward, which I am learning to like a, a lot, yeah. <laughs> honestly. Yeah, no, 100%. Like at the beginning, whenever I first got here, I was like, damn, these people are kind of rude. But then like <laughs> now, now I'm like, no, they're being just 100% honest with me 100% of the time. Like, yeah. I <laughs> 
<laughs> so like I, I have no complaints with that now. Like I, it took a while to get used to, I have to say though, but the, uh, there's a lot of beautiful nature stuff up here too. The trees are ridiculous. Uh, I mean, I can't wait to go up to Mackinac Island this summer I mean, and yeah, flip it up. You got to go up to the UP and go up to like, even depends how far you want to drive. But even if you go up to like Lake Superior and go to pictured rocks, I think it's, if it's not a national park, it's definitely a state park, but it is absolutely gorgeous. All right. I'll have to check that out for sure. It's starting to warm up a little bit now. We hit yeah. the 60s this this week. So, uh-oh, we're uh, uh, no. pushing 90s today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh it's cloudy as shit right now. So, yeah. I don't know. I it, this quarantine makes me feel like I haven't seen the sun in like <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> I went and saw my grandma yesterday, and she said that she hasn't left the house in in three months. And I was like, oh I couldn't God. do it. Which oh, you know, man. she's she's high risk because uh, she's got COPD, so she's oh, high man. risk for the corona. But I was like, I couldn't do it. I was like, I couldn't sit in a house for three months and not leave. Like, just not, it would yeah. not work. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Fuck you, coronavirus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want everyone to go out and live their best lives and staying in your house is like definitely not that for anyone. Absolutely, man. Couldn't agree. So more. Brian, what's your what's what's some of your favorite things about Nashville being new to the area? Because like I, I've lived in you know 30 minute drive to Nashville my entire life. What's your what are some of your favorite things? Um well f- the first and most obvious choice has got to be Waffle House. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, dude, I, I'll say just in general, like, just the spirit of the city and, and the, the whole area of the state, um, just compared to, like, the Detroit area where you turn on the news and you hear murder, murder, robbery, arson, you know, it's nothing but crime in the news. And, like, to be part of the city, and I've, I've had the pleasure before the coronavirus of working downtown at uh, the Weston Hotel. So just mm-hmm. kind of being a part of the action and also playing like down on Broadway a few times I have um, just like being a part of the action of, of such a such a thriving poppin city has been really, really cool. What um, places have you played downtown? Um, mainly just benchmark. Off of OK. Center. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like your music, um, which like you may not know this because just uh, just because you're newer to the city. There's the way Broadway and second works. There's a definite split between like cowboy hats and cowboy boots. And yeah. like, you know, I guess everything else is down second. I feel like, cause you, yeah, you down seconds is what BB Kings is down there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got the wild horse is down there. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, there's like a lot of people don't realize, like if you come to Nashville, that the yeah. never been, they're like, oh, Broadway's the best thing. And I was like, look, if you think Broadway's cool, take a left on second. Yeah. And you will have twice as much fun with half the amount of people. Dude, I couldn't agree more. I love Second Ave. And I just love how it looks, too. Like, it's got all the trees. Like, Have you been to Printer's Alley before? I have a couple times. Yeah, Printer's Alley. Yeah. Printer's Alley is always a good place to, to hang out. Have you been to, uh, what's, oh, it's called uh, Melrose? Melrose, I've driven. I think so. I 
Dude, it's really dope. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think like Michael Jordan played billiards there, and like there's really like, oh. yeah, like pictures of a bunch of famous people who like would hang out there, and they were in town. Have you been to Have you been to Helen's yet? Since you've been in town, no, haven't been to Helen's. What's that? You, it's hot chicken. Oh my god, you gotta oh, go. It's, it's like it's amazing. It's, it's self declared the best hot chicken in Nashville. Yes, okay. so that is definitely something you need to check out. It's uh, there's like. There's like three locations in Nashville. I think it's over off Eighth. Okay. Yeah, um, I think the one off Eighth is the original one, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. That, but it, it's the biggest. You location. have to get there early as shit if you don't want to sit in line for three hours. Really? Yeah. It, it's not. It's not as bad now because there's. Um, well, yeah. Since you've left Cam, they've opened up like two more in Nashville. Okay. Well, so it's not as bad as it used to be. Okay. Yeah. When it was one, just the one. Yeah. There, you would drive past or like be on your lime scooter or wrapped around the building. Like no shit. Well, I, I remember I dated uh, that girl that lived off Craighead, which is right there off eighth. And yeah. uh, we would, we would call ahead and put her name hours in advance before we went over. And it was literally, we could walk to the, to the restaurant. <laughs> and I, was like, like, I was like, we'll be there. Just like put our name on the list. Like we're, <laughs> we're just going to chill in our apartment before we go down there. Dude, I, I was just saying to my roommate, I remember when we before we even lived here, we came down here to like sign our lease. Um, we went to Hattie B's like on a hot summer day and like that line was wrapped around the building. Hattie, Hattie B's, B's is a good one, but I think Helen's beats Hattie B's. Yeah, we're we're a pro Helen's podcast. All right. I'm I don't know. My neighbor, Cam, um across the street owns Burrow Hot Chicken. Mm-hmm. And he he does he sells it out of a, a food truck like a it's a food trailer I guess and like he sets up in our neighborhood all the time and that he could compete I'm just gonna say it he could compete okay. with Helen's it's pretty okay. good I'm gonna I'm gonna have to try it next time I'm down there well I guess you'll probably be gone but but uh he's we can we can, I can hook you up with him he, he's right, on Facebook right. he puts his location on Facebook your deal, what's your deal with like bouncing around the state or whatever you were mentioning a little bit ago like what's going on there. Uh, so I um, just graduated from Middle Tennessee State. Uh, I guess Congrats. last well, I was supposed to walk last weekend, but you know how that works with Corona. Um, hey, hey, did you did you watch the uh, the virtual graduation? Oh, no, fuck no, <laughs> fuck no. And everyone, my grandma texts me, my my dad texts me. He's like, "Where where's the link?" And I was like, "I don't I don't fucking know. I really don't care." Like. I was like, you're just gonna wait until someone my name pops across the screen. I was like, that's dumb. Like, just it was literally like 20 minutes long. I didn't watch it, but I saw they said that they were gonna keep it under 20 minutes, and I was like, what's the point? Yeah, I don't understand. My my program did a better job of doing a video than um than the school did. You know what I mean? But um, basically, I've uh I've taken a job um with uh Old Castle. Um, Adams Branch, which is a stone company. So basically, okay. I'm going into sales. And um, so what I'll be doing, um, there's like a 12 month training process that I got to go through. So basically, I'll be based out of um, Inman, South Carolina, which if you know where that is, it's just don't. It's like by Clemson. It's about it's about 30 minutes from Clemson U- University. Okay. Um, if you know Furman University or Walford, those yep. are like yep. colleges that are really close. Um, but I'll be there, um, and basically, um, to experience all my training, they're going to have to ship me around uh, to a couple different plants or facilities and stuff like that. So 
I'll be bouncing around all over and yeah. kind of just spending the first six months of my career on the road. Um, cool. You know, a week home, a week away, a week home, a week away. I mean, like, at least you'll get to, you'll get to see. Yeah, no, I, I actually just got back from the beach um, last week, I think. Um, we, my mom texted us and she's like, the beach is open May 1st. Are we going? And I was like, sure, let's go. <laughs> like, That's awesome. So, Brian, uh, I, I guess I don't even know if we asked you this last time, but mm-hmm. are you just doing music full time or are you doing anything else? No. Um, I, when I first moved to town... Um, I sort of like I walked into a bar to to do an open mic night, and I left with a job as a cook. Hell, hell yeah! <laughs> yeah it's uh, funny how things work out. You play at that bar still? Well, <laughs> the bar actually closed down about oh damn almost a year ago, which kind of sucked. So that put me out of a job for a little while, and then I got a job at the Westin at the rooftop bar, L twenty seven. I don't know if you've ever been there, but that is a place you should check out okay for sure i'll have to check it out next time i'm in town yeah i think it's actually i think it's the highest rooftop bar in, in the whole city oh really yeah hmm. so so the views are unbelievable but, but it's a really cool like laid back kind of place but uh so yeah i worked there as a as a food runner and then uh and then i got laid off the coronavirus obviously so and like really, i said fuck the coronavirus yeah <laughs> exactly you could say that again <laughs> <laughs> But, well, that's uh, awesome, man. I, I'm I'm glad that you're chasing your dream, though. You know, yeah, absolutely, man. And most people, I mean, pretty much everybody I know down here that's like down here for music. They everyone has a job. Like, it's oh at yeah, a certain point. Oh yeah, you, you've got to. I mean, yeah, once your career's kind of rolling, then, then you can you know just go off that income. But, but you know, they always say even drug dealers need insurance. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's funny. Awesome. Yeah. So right. Brian, um, if you could um I guess collab with anybody, I know a lot of your uh, I think all of your songs right now are just to you. Um yeah. if you could collab with someone, who who would be a dream collab? You know, either um a producer, an artist, or, you know who 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 do you think you would want to collab with in the future? Yeah, man. Um I think we were talking about this before, and uh, I think I said either Eminem or John Mayer. Yes. <laughs> but, um, dude, I'm going to say it again because I know I said it last time. I think a collab with you and M would be fire just because, like, you think of all the collabs he's had, like Love the Way You Lie or uh, what's that one that's on his new album right now with uh, Ed Sheeran? Oh, uh, uh, like River or whatever. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, these kind of nights, these kind of nights, that's a really good one. River's a good one too. Yeah, uh, but like you have that vibe, I think that like would sound really well with like you know, M rapping a verse, then you going and doing the chorus, and then M rapping a verse, you doing the chorus. I think that would be fire. So, Damn. well, that's that's a pretty cool compliment. I mean, I'll, yeah. I, I, was, I believe I it, sing. man. Dude, I would like breathe on the in the background of the track. If- I could put my name on it with him and I would never <laughs> anything he wants me to sing. Eminem is one of those artists that I like want to see before I die. You know what I mean? Like I haven't never had the chance to see him, but I like he's on the bucket list. Dude, my roommate got to see him uh in Detroit. This was like 2010. Oh, shit. 
It was when him and Jay-Z did that thing where they played at Comerica in Detroit Stadium. Yeah. And it was like, like M was there, Jay-Z was there, B.O.B. was there when he was like just coming up. He was like, all That's of D12 was there, like Dr. Dre was there, I think was... was Damn. Yeah, 50 Cent was there, like, so many of school just like rap. 50 is another one that I want to see before I die. Yeah. 50 would be fire. Yeah, does he even play anymore? Like, I don't even... No, he's doing, he's doing um, TV now. He's acting. He's got the, the show on... Um, is it on Stars? Yeah, yeah, it's on Stars. Power, I think? Yeah. No, I, I would love to see 50 again. Like, I've never seen him, but I love... Like, um, what's the movie about 50 Cent? Um, uh, Get Rich or Die Trying, the roommate just said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. That's like... I, like I remember, like watching that movie, like on accident. Like I was like, oh, okay, this kind of looks good. And then, like I like it caught my attention. I couldn't look away. Like you know what I mean. Like I watched. Yeah. I think I watched it like three times that week, <laughs> just because it's like <laughs> it's crazy. But um, no, all I right, I, those, I got but... a I got a question. I'm gonna twist a little bit from last time we asked you. So we talked a little bit about uh, you wanting to make like music videos and stuff. And like yeah. you haven't done any yet, but you're wanting to. So what? We'll we'll use your uh, your new song for example. So like, if you were to make a music video for Who's Counting, like how like as a visionary, how would you like kind of make that? Do you think any particular ideas? I guess. Um, dude, I feel like you'd have to do it like Tin Roof. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like that's like the the easy assumption. Like that's kind of that was like one of my first thoughts. I feel like you like that would be. I feel like you'd have some B roll of maybe being like at a at a bar or something, and then like some A roll of me being like at home playing the song by by myself, um, and kind of like throwing a party of one. I I actually did have an idea when I first wrote the song. Have you ever seen? It's that old movie with Tom Cruise. I can't think of what it's called, but he's like in his underwear and in a dress shirt, and he's like rocking out, going like in his yeah. Um, oh, risky business. Yeah, risky, risky business. business. Yeah. Yes. Yep. I thought it'd be cool to kind of parody that because <laughs> the song has like this idea of like you know you're getting over someone, you're just like fuck it, you're you're drinking and smoking, and and it could it could be at a party, I guess. But when I was writing, I was even kind of just thinking having um so i feel like that would be kind of something fun to do and then maybe you could have some b-roll of like yeah being at tin roof or some bar around here and that would actually be like that's actually a really good idea i kind of like that now like that really would like you know as like as you're saying like who's counting you just like slide in with a glass in your hand (laughs) just like (laughs) michael you play tom cruise (laughs) i'll play tom cruise that's fine and like I said last time, man, I got you. I, I be I could be the hype man. I <laughs> can spit a little fire if you need, like yeah, dude. a little loop or something. I like. Been, I remember, dude. I've been I've been stacking I, up some ideas for what we can I, do. There we go. There we go. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I just picture you as Gata from uh, from Dave. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't like, believe you did it like that. Dude in the game, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I hope I hope you know what we're talking about, Brian. If I, you don't, I, I'll send you a link. 
Yeah. There we go. It's a. It's. It's a, like a TV series made by Lil Dicky or whatever. Oh, and, uh, yeah. So he he his hype man is this um is this uh black guy that like he I think he opened for like Tyga or like he was the hype man for Tyga, right? Yeah. And uh, like they go on the is it the Breakfast Club cam? I think it was the Breakfast Club where he yeah. like freaked out or whatever. And they like try to turn it and Lil Dicky's white as everyone knows, but they like try to turn him to like why do you have a black hype man? He's like I didn't even like think that he was black. Like that's what Lil Dicky said or whatever. And then get, like uh, his hype man gets on the mic and he's like, "Dude, my rap, my my man right here, he's the best fucking rapper in the game." Like, and he's like just going off, just hyping his dude up. Right? And like they're like, "Do you really believe that?" And he's like, "Fuck yeah, dude! Fucking my man's going places. Y'all better jump on the train." Like I just picture Cam that way because I remember in high school, like if you needed. Anyone to hype you up? Cam was the first one there to be like, well, "You got this. Let's fucking go!" Like, <laughs> that was me. Yep. Yeah, that's Cam funny. ran the uh, the playlist of uh, away games on the radio. I will tell you that oh, much. No, yep, I was yeah, the man. guy. I watched like the. I think it was maybe the first episode with my roommate, but uh, I haven't watched past that. But it seemed pretty dope. From from it gets better. Like, it, it, it it gets it, better. I wish there was a better ending to it, but it gets better. Yeah, the first like two episodes are like all right, but then like at the third episode, you're hooked for the rest of the season. Yeah, you're like, oh, I gotta watch the rest. Nice. Yeah. So, Brian, um, do you like me and Cam have no musical bones in our body, and I'm just gonna keep saying that every time we interview a musical guest. But um, <laughs> take us through the process of you writing a song. Do you do it with a group? Do you do it by yourself? Um, how does that kind of work? Um, I actually don't do a lot of co-writing. Um, okay. I don't know why that is. I just, I think I just write a little better. Um, you're not as, like, pressured, you know, as on the spot. You don't have a song. Um, and, like, I think I said this to you guys last time. Like, you know, when I'm driving at, like, three in the afternoon in traffic or, 2 a.m. like you know watching some tv or like in the shower or something at complete random time so yeah i just feel like when i sit down in a room with someone else like I, you know we'll write a song and but yeah i do i have written with uh shelby and marie as well as uh cameron both fellow Michigan artist. Um, but yeah, for the most part, I write on my For sure, man. So uh, since we lost the audio last time, let's, uh, let's revisit your uh, scoliosis story, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about this. Um, yeah, so obviously um, weed is legal in Michigan, um, not in Tennessee. And at the time, or I'm sorry, only legal me- medically, not recreationally. <laughs> yep. Which just happened the last year or two. And uh, so I was, I just turned 18. And I think it was like two days after my 18th. Um, I went to this clinic in Ann Arbor, which I don't know if you've been to Ann Arbor, but. It's yeah. probably one of the most like liberal cities in the country. 
100%. (laughs) And and so I walk into this clinic and I'm all nervous because, you know, I'm about to be like exaggerating state documents here so I can smoke weed legally. And and, uh, I get in there and like the people working the front desk are like a bunch of 20 year olds with lip rings, tattoos. (laughs) And I'm just like, okay, this is not your typical uh, doctor's clinic here. And so they hand me some paperwork and it's like, like, I'm thinking I was going to have to go in there and just box it. It's like 10 pages of full on like paragraph answer questions. Like explain to us the first time you got diagnosed with this. What did the doctor tell you? Explain to us any visits you've had since you had to list the doctors you talked to. I didn't even talk to any doctors. Now, the thing is, so I did have scoliosis, like a pretty minor case of it. I guess it's pretty common, teenage boys. But uh, I went to a, like a walk-in clinic and got a physical. And the lady just happened to tell me that I had scoliosis. I was like, okay, but she said it was going impact me. So. so that was that. I just kind of knew that. for. So I get in this office and... All the like reasons you can check for getting the med card, like none of it is anything you can fake. It's like AIDS, it's cancer, like multiple sclerosis, you know, all kinds of crazy diseases you can't just fake. Yeah. But there's one that's chronic pain. So that's the one that kind of they're just trying to get a med card. And uh, so that's what I did. And I said I had chronic pain for my scoliosis filled out all this paper and uh so then they called me into the office and the doctor was like like this foreign dude who like hardly spoke english and he just had some like white doctor's coat that he looked like he bought from the dollar store or something (laughs) (laughs) and he's wearing like like rancher wrangler jeans he was like the least qualified looking doctor i've ever been around (laughs) and uh his entire examination was, he just walked up to me, like, touched my back, applied, like, zero pressure. He's like, does this hurt? And I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, okay. And he sits down. And the uh, best part was, as, uh, as I'm watching him fill out the paperwork, he goes to write scoliosis. He writes S-D-O-L. And then he, like, pauses for a minute and then just, like, scribbles a bunch of gibberish. <laughs> Because he, he didn't even know what he was diagnosing. Damn. But yeah. And apparently, had I gotten caught, like, had I had I had the situation tested, like, let's say I got pulled over, car smelled like weed, and, and I didn't have it locked away in the trunk, says, and I had to go to court, apparently this guy would have showed up and defended me. So <laughs> that would have been interesting. I almost hope that. That's funny, man. I I can only imagine like the the amount of people that like do that every single like day, honestly, in Michigan. Because oh, sure. like I I personally like since I've moved up here and I've only been here like I don't know six months, seven months now. Like mm-hmm. I know like multiple people that have done yep. that, like the same thing. <laughs> so, dude, it's like not even like after I did all that, like I started going to like the dispensaries and. And a lot of them will just like advertise on their windows when you drive by, like seventy-five dollar walk-in certification every Saturday. Yeah. 
And it's just like, you can literally go to a dispo, get the thing signed off. And then immediately, like, go and get your weed. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's the next over. <laughs> <laughs> what's the uh, What's the best strand you've smoked? Um. Oh, I like that question. Um, I'd probably say Gorilla Glue. That's always been my favorite. That's good. That's good, for sure. Yeah. Knock your ass out, though. Yeah. Well, Gorilla Glue... Sativa, so it it'll it'll boost you at first, at least, and kind of get your. I must I must have had a a different hybrid than whenever I had mine. Yeah, you might have. Um, I would I would say for indicas, probably like Girl Scout cookie or something. That's good too. I haven't I haven't had that like actual bud, but Uh I've had like a card of that. So, Uh, yeah, yeah, you're saying, um. But yeah, man, I definitely miss the days of being able to walk into a, a weed store and and just like you know have your pick on on any strain and, and yeah, it's, style. Soon, soon enough in Tennessee. I I mean, I know it's a it's a majority red state, but I feel like people will soon enough like start trending over at least to that particular topic because I mean they opened up the first hemp store in tennessee what was it two years ago michael hmm. the one right in murfreesboro yeah the one that's over there by the chinese restaurant yeah exactly yeah. Uh, it was almost two years ago now wasn't it i oh, remember yeah i mean we were in murfreesboro at that point so yeah i think so because we were still in the apartment i remember the of the uh for apartment was it not yeah it was so yeah, that's been two years. Yeah, that's been almost exactly two years now. And I remember because uh, me, Eli, and someone else I went. Murdoch, and, was it not? Yeah, oh, yeah, no. Me, Eli, and Murdoch, what a group. Uh, <laughs> it went over the day it opened, and we had to wait in line for like an hour just to get in. Wow. Like We didn't buy anything for whatever reason, but like we were like, oh, we just want to check this out. Like We had never been in like a legal place where you could buy like even cbd so right yeah dude, uh, they do those like by my apartment so i'm just waiting for the day that they finally like you know pass the bill on through and then i got dispos like right around me yeah no kidding there'll man. be a dispo in every corner in nashville <laughs> oh my gosh yes like oh yeah i think that one will happen sooner than later i mean it's so gonna be nationwide sooner or later yeah, it's got exactly. to exactly oh yeah so, so Brian, I have yeah. one more question for you. We're not going to keep you too long, uh, especially since we had to double record this. Um, <laughs> but uh, if you had to give advice to any new artist or anyone that wanted to even like be interested in becoming an artist, what advice would you give them? Oh, man. That's a really good question. Um, or what's the best advice that you've been given? Too. Yeah, I would just say uh, just to believe in yourself. I mean, it sounds cliche, but just to believe in yourself and, and uh, don't don't let yourself get down. Like like over like it's going to be tough a lot of times. It's going to be and it's going to be fun, honestly. And uh, it can be a real like self esteem roller coaster. 
and uh, you just gotta like really believe in yourself and believe that what you're doing. So, no, I feel that. I feel like that you can take that advice pretty much almost into anything. You know what I mean? You've got to believe. You got to believe in yourself and believe. You know, if you and also if you're not having fun doing it, then there's no point in doing it. You know what I mean? So that's I feel like that's, that's huge, um, especially in a you know as competitive as music is. You know what I mean? Uh, there's as many people make it. There's thousands of people that don't. You know what I mean? So I feel like that's something you've got to. You can't get down on yourself, you know, and you got to believe in what you're making. Yeah, man. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Definitely. So, Brian, go ahead. Uh, shout out all your social medias. And, uh, I mean, obviously, you can find them on Spotify, Apple Music, any major platforms, right? Yep. So, uh, you can find me on uh, yep, Spotify, Apple Music, all that. Brian Schaefer, B-R-Y-A-N-S-C-H-A-F-F-E-R. Um, my Instagram's Bri underscore Schaefer, but that might change soon. I might change that to Brian Schaefer Music. Okay. But I'm sure if you just type in my name, you know, I'm sure something will come up. Um, and Facebook, Brian Schaefer Music. And, uh, yeah, no, thanks for having me, guys. This was, this was great, and I was glad we got to do it a second time. Yeah, of course, man. <laughs> Hopefully there's a third time sometime soon. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode with Brian Schaefer. You can find him on all major streaming platforms. His newest single is out now. It's called Who's Counting? So go check him out. And of course, you can follow him on Instagram at Brian Schaefer. If you just type in his name, he'll pop right up. Uh, as always, be sure to rate five stars on Apple Music and subscribe. Uh, follow us on Spotify and uh, you guys should know our social medias by now, hopefully. So go ahead and give us a follow if you haven't yet. Uh, love you guys.